as new teams are assembled and old teams augment their already existing rosters, some players will be barred from joining the Overwatch League simply because of their age. But we still have to acknowledge their existence because their presence and their play can be felt from afar. They are giants on the horizon that you can see and one day will be here. And we better prepare, or so we think, for when they finally are able to join the league. So this video is in concept and an acknowledgement of these players, but I also want this to be a sort of time capsule thing where we, in a couple of years time, depending on the player, can look back to and see if these types of players actually held up to what they promised in their play that they're currently displaying. Now let's go through a couple of players and I arranged them in a manner that hopefully towards the end of this video or this podcast will become clear. The first one that is the shining example of a giant knocking on the door of Overwatch League is Who Are You? Who Are You at this point of the recording is 17 years old but won't be able to join the Overwatch League in Season 2 and therefore we will have to wait another season. Now, oddly enough, at his age, he in Overwatch League terms or in Overwatch terms, rather, has to be considered a veteran. In 2017, the guy was already an Apex finalist MVP in Apex Season 2 and has seemingly not dropped from that throne and still probably has to be considered one of the greatest Genjis to ever touch the game. He is known for making Genji work in scenarios where you probably wouldn't expect them to work. So, especially during the Apex era, he was known for being able to play into Far Mercies quite feasibly and to get a lot of kills with his Genji Blade, but also without his Blade. And that, at the time at least, seemed out of this world. His reaction time is Im immense, his mechanics in general are impeccable, and he has recently also been adding towards his champion pool. So with him coming in, and he's arguably one of the most consistent players that Overwatch has seen over its lifetime, we can expect Who Are You to be one of these top performers. So if someone was to ask me, do you think Over uh, Overwatch will not see Who Are You in Overwatch League or he will lose quality till then? I don't think I have seen much evidence of it. Obviously, the guy supposedly had some attitude issues, which led to him being banned from Apex Season 3. But then again, this is a younger player and he might have very well learned from his mistakes in the past and once again we don't know the full story so maybe it was just a minor incident at that time another player that 
at the time of the recording is 16 years old and won't be eligible till season four is the currently benched player Sparkle. And he was benched for, I believe, some connection to boosting services or might have boost, boosted himself. He is a projectile specialist, certainly a great Genji. His Junkrat looked really crisp. His Farah is seemingly otherworldly. And he has really been the crown jewel behind Element Mystic in the previous seasons when he was still able to play with the team. Certainly for him to be two seasons out raises a couple of questions about his consistency. Another player that comes to mind is Alarm. Alarm is 17 years old, but won't be able to play till season three. And he's a, a flex support for Fusion University, has shown really insane skills really on the flex support and was one of the shining beacons in the Fusion University's run towards uh, the Contender Season 2 finals, for instance. And in general, looked very much as if he was outclassing his peers, at least in the Contenders region. Another player that is currently only 15 years old is 7th DPS player Glister. If my math is correct, he won't be eligible to play till season five of the Overwatch League. Glister has just recently started showing a wide variety of DPS heroes he can play and has to be considered an almost Libero-esque talent where he's not just flexible, he also seems to be able to peak perform on some of those heroes. And at the time of his recording, he's just completed a series in Contenders Trials, where he was a outstanding player on his team, despite his team losing. His McCree performance was something that should be remembered for a while. Uh, especially his reaction time towards uh, Sombra ultimates and how quickly he was able to uh, finish off Sombras um, upon that. Uh, obviously, he has, he has played already great last season. So this guy certainly is someone to look out for in the future. Finally, there is the North American or rather American top tier talent, Sugar Free. If my sources are correct, he's currently only 13 years old. Supposedly, teams were already trying to offer him five-year contracts, and I'm not 100% sure on that detail, but in order to bind him to the organization and to facilitate him further as a talent. He plays a ton of heroes, but at the same time, he won't be eligible for Overwatch League, I think, until Season 7, if my math is correct. And that's obviously a great sign investment. And you almost have to sort of derive value from him being on your contenders team and lifting the level of everyone else he plays with up. He currently plays for LNL. 
and I can very well see that uh, he himself will be picked up by an academy team in the future. Now, <clears throat> there are two other examples which I want to bring up where there is a concept, if we refer before talking about the metaphor of giants in the distance, and the metaphor comes from a German, no, it's not a fairy tale, but like a children's story. And it's called Jim Knopf, and it's a fantasy world. And in that fantasy world, there is a fictional character called Mr. Turtur. Mr. Turtur, or Turtur, is special in one phenomenon. And as such, he looks like a giant in the distance, but the closer he comes towards the observer, the smaller he becomes, obviously directly the opposite of the actual physical reality or optical reality of things. And I wonder how many of these players will turn out to be Mr. Turters. Now, one example I could bring up and will probably almost infuriate some people is Huxal. Huxal is obviously the flex DPS player for Runaway, has just won Contender Season 2 in Korea, um, is a two-time finalist before that in Apex, and has, during his time, barring the last season, been one of the star players for Runaway. And that already sort of reveals my point. Huxal, in my estimation, has not been the outstanding player on his team, has probably showed more weaknesses in this last season than he ever did before, while still sort of being able to not absolutely overstretch his hero pool. In the past, however, Huxal was playing basically every role at, any, uh, at some point, but even though he's not stretched as hard anymore, his Genji doesn't look as crisp anymore. And I would clearly say that, for instance, Who Are You or Libero or EQO and all these top-tier Genjis that are currently in Overwatch League, and I'm certainly missing some, such as Prophet and Fledder, are have lapped him in ability. While in the Apex times, it was quite clear to me that he was one of the three best Genjis in the world. I don't think that can be said about him anymore, and I don't think it can be said about any of his picks anymore. So the question is, is there an expiration date on talent? As it looks that it's incredibly hard to maintain a such a consistently high level over several seasons. A lot of gods have fallen since then. If you think about, for instance, Ru Jae Hong, if you think about, even before that, someone like Etivik, who was probably considered one of, if not the best player in the world, these people, at least at the moment, have sort of fallen from grace and are looking for a redemption arc to their career. Let me bring up a shining example of a po possible Mr. Turcher, and that is Flower. Now, named Nanohana once again. And during the Apex days, 
flower or nanohana was considered one of the best players in the world. His skills were outstanding. We even thought of him as not yet peaked in his ability because of his uh, reported wrist injury. But he was playing such a wide variety of heroes, such as Genji, such as Widowmaker, to an absolute top performance and could have feasibly been counted as one of the best players on all those picks he uh, mained at the time. Now in Contenders, he didn't, didn't look so well, and we still haven't heard anything about his future, if he has been promoted to the team or uh, if he has been traded, even though he's, to my knowledge, eligible to start in the Overwatch League. Maybe not from day one, if I remember correctly, but certainly is able to play uh, in season two. So the question is not only where is the interest in him, but also are there even expectations that he could be one of the best players in the world? Now, what does that mean for Overwatch as a game? Well, one thing that this ruling of not being able to play in the Overwatch League under the age of 18 makes it so that a lot of high tier talent is maintained in the tier two scene. So in the contender scene, because no such limitation exists there. And the talent development continues. And as these players play there, they also elevate the level of the players playing against them. So this is a certainly a huge boon to that scene as it also channels, hopefully more so in the future, an excitement in the tier two scene because of these narratives, because of seeing these players possibly over years developing from a fan's perspective and an investment into their careers and following them along in the journey. The problem I see though is that with the constant development of Overwatch as a game, skill sets might shift where talent that was once very important in Overwatch no longer is. And if we're thinking about new heroes and also, and let's be frank, these are young guys, we don't know what, what's up with their uh, motivation towards you know, maintaining such a high level. Can we expect a sugar-free to stay motivated and to work at his craft for five more years? That's, that's a hard thing to ask of someone, of course. And even the, let's say, the two years for Sparkle or the three years for Blister are pretty, uh, pr pretty tall order at this point, right? So I hope I sort of created a beginning of a narrative here. You, I think there's great enjoyment to be derived from following the careers of these to sort of, you know, hedge your bets in these regards, to look in the distance on the horizon where the heads of these giants already peek over. You can already see and feel the tremble, but let's hope they don't turn out to be Mr. Turtles. Thanks for watching.